0: It's Wednesday, August 9th, 2023 Coming up on the program today The tangy taste of tonguing tampons Plus, a trans woman wants her testicles back After forgetting them in the refrigerator Anger and confusion over another man's pansexuality And women love my vagina Thank you guys so much for coming today We have a wonderful evening full of the spoken word Artists pouring their heart out to tell us their truths. Hobby Lobby is proud to present Right Wing Erotic Poetry Night. And to kick things off, please welcome to the stage our first poet reciting his piece, Filthy Sex. Give it up for Ben Shapiro. Filthy sex, oh how I crave,
1: the mess and dirt, the sweat and wave, mixing scents, come and lube, grinding on the carpet, feeling the groove, spitting to lube up his dick, or in my mouth, a filthy trick, mud puddles and face fucking too, all the things that make me feel taboo, piss, hot and wet down my chest, warming me up, feeling blessed, or crouching in a shower stall, covered in sweat and spunk, feeling small, filthy sex is sometimes just a feeling, the taboo of being used, revealing, the hotness of being treated bad, as if I am dirty, oh so glad. Spit in my mouth, piss on my tits, make me feel dirty, can't resist Fuck me like I cannot be cleaned, filthy sex Oh, how it makes me scream
0: Yeah! Good job, Ben We've all been there Piss drizzling down our chest Our next poet's been in the game for a long time now So you may know him He's here to share with you his piece Beat my pussy up Tucker Carlson, everybody Come on up, Tucker Destroy my cunt, you say with a smirk, as if my pain is what you desire to work.
1: But still I crave your brutal touch to feel your fingers, your cock, so much. I
0: want to be stretched and bruised and broken to feel the ache of being so thoroughly taken. Your hands on my flesh, leaving marks so red. Your cock inside me, pounding till I'm almost dead. Smear me with quim and pre and spit until my face is wet and messy, I cannot quit. Finger me roughly, grunt while you do it. Tell me, good girl, as I beg for For more, can't refuse it. So when you're close to coming, put your hand over my mouth
1: and let loose with grunts that only come from the South. Destroy my cunt with all that you've got till I'm begging for mercy for one final shot.
0: Tucker Carlson, everybody. That was beautiful. I'd love to strangle you. Hey, we got one more poet tonight. He's a bit of a newcomer, so give him a nice, warm Hobby Lobby welcome. Jordan Peterson, everybody. Come on. Make them feel at home, guys. Boys with their
1: cocks out, gripping them in their hands, raw and primal, urgent need, something solo, something dirty indeed. Spunk is sexy, a physical release, visible and satisfying, a sexual feast. But piss has volume and force, a punishing strength, a dirty source. Pints of hot piss gush and flow, making someone feel used and low, the shame and disgust. Oh, so real, as you let a guy piss all over you, feel. Sat there in his filth, what's next? Bent over and filled with spunk, perplexed. I've let him humiliate and defile. Piss on me, now nothing can beguile. Now I'm going to strip naked and lay down on the stage. Any one of you in the audience can walk up to me, unzip... Unleash your fleshy piss hoses and spray me with your living water. Uh, Jordan. Power wash my disgusting Canadian body.
0: Jordan, you can't do that here, man. No. Y- yeah, man, it's the Hobby Lobby. They got too many crafts. I don't know, like cardboard shit that'll warp if it gets wet this is art man you can't do this it's not my rule uh jordan peterson
1: my piece everybody. isn't over with this is bullshit you gotta get off the stage dude you're violating my first amendment you woke commie moralist come on we'll see who will win we'll see who will win it's not about <laughs> that. rot in hell libtard
2: it's the distorted view show with tim Hansen.
1: smh I think that means shaking my hair.
3: The
0: guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. At least I'm not going to die because
2: I'm a careless fairy. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth.
0: Yes! Tim Hudson, back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Have a fantastic one for you. I had my last dental appointment today. At least, you know, for a while. Six months or whatever. And I realized I I made a strategic error when I was there last Which uh, was just a few days ago The dental hygienist or helper or whatever Was just, you know, chit-chatting with me And asked me what I did for a living Now, as many of you know uh, My go-to occupation when someone asks me Used to be web designer But then I quickly realized No one knew really what podcasting was Like back in the... Mid 2000s So it was okay if I said podcasting Most people would just reply Oh that's nice And not look into it any further But uh, something changed And now that everyone knows What podcasting is And they themselves listen to podcasts I'm not safe saying that People will look into the show So when the hygienist Or whatever asked me what I did for a living I just said audio engineering right? That's pretty good. I wasn't prepared though for follow-up questions and that's when I crumbled and I just said, oh, I podcast. Well, she turned around and told uh, the dentist who is a lovely woman, did a fantastic job on my mouth, could not be happier with her work. But when she heard that she was like, oh, I love podcasts and then wanted to know the name of the show. Again, should have lied. I should have been like a Smartless. That's my show. Did you ever hear of office ladies? Yeah. That's me I played Angela on The Office I don't think that would work either Look, of course I'm not embarrassed about Distorted View Daily I'm very proud of what we've accomplished uh, Over the past almost 20 years One of the last standing Truly successful independent podcasts It's it's independent because no, no one wants to team up with me I can't seem to join a network But you know, the content of this show is questionable And it changes from day to day You know, a couple days ago, I spent the entire episode playing Coca-Cola jingles from the 1990s. That's pretty safe for work. Today, on the other hand, things are going to get a little dicey. You'll see what I mean in a moment. Going to be a lot of porn and tampons. And, you know, people seem cool when you're talking to them in person. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, my show's a little adult in nature. And she's like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, well, how how fine is it really? Give me your definition of fine she told me you know oh, I, I i need something new to listen to i listen mainly to dental podcasts who knew that was a category and like a true crime stuff which is which is a very popular genre anyway i left that first appointment and then i i went back today and uh, when she met up with me when she came into the room she was like oh i tried to listen to your show but it's it said it was for subscribers only So she obviously tried to listen, I guess, maybe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or something. And it was on a, you know, Sideshow exclusive day. At first, I was like, oh, thank God, dodged a bullet there. But then I thought, wouldn't she have just played the next episode, right? If one doesn't work, just go down the list. My theory is that she did listen to an episode of Distorted View Daily, and she was fucking horrified. She could not find one nice thing to say about it. So she's like, you know what? I'll just tell him I tried to listen (laughs) and I was locked out. It's probably for the best, you know, regardless, even though she probably heard the show and was totally disgusted by me. She was uh, very kind to my mouth. She wasn't like this fucking dick. I'll show him. And then sort of jabbing metal objects into my gums, making me bleed. I want to scrape the shit out of that asshole's mouth. No, it wasn't anything like that. She was very professional. Again, love her. Very happy with my dentist. The only reason why I'm bringing this up today is it's going to be one of those shows where I don't want anyone I know to listen. It's going to be a little extreme. (laughs) Look, I'm not going to pussyfoot around this content, but uh, if you're an accountant or doctor, dentist, podiatrist, proctologist, or any other ist, and I happen to be a client or patient of yours, please go away. I don't want you to think any less of me. Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes Are interviewing Tim Daly from Wings Over there on Smartless Sounds like it's going to be a killer episode Listen to that for a while All right, listen Several years ago here on this very podcast We played audio of a woman eating a tampon It was from a video I saw the whole thing She takes out a bloody tampon And sucks it clean actually i have that original video right here in case you need a refresher okay
4: i'm Giovanna plowman and this is a period video
0: i find it odd she gave her first and last name that is beyond stupid even though the first part is a little cryptic like what does a period video mean is this some sort of grammar history lesson or a monologue about women's health we're closer to the ladder, I guess um,
4: I just wanna say uh, I'm not pulling any tricks as you can see there is nothing
0: here yeah we know this is not like a classic magician routine you don't have to run a hula hoop up and down your body look no no strings except for the one hanging out of my vagina
4: um yeah I'm gonna like pull it out and like show you
0: like a magician though she is quite the showman for my neck. Trick like I'm gonna pull a tampon from inside of me and suck on it. To be fair, she has me on where the she, edge of my seat.
4: Here it is. so nasty! I know. I just gonna set on the counter.
0: Just... Don't set it on the counter. That's where your dad rests his toothbrush. Oh, I hope she cleaned up afterwards. She does the most annoying thing possible, at least to me, and that is she starts playing music out of her phone. She needs some mood music, I guess. It's just really loud, and it kind of muffles her reaction as she's sucking on the tampon. Just take my word for it. That's exactly what she's doing. Yeah. See, the audio's not great, but you can hear her cough struggle with the fact that she's sucking on a bloody tampon and then comments that it tastes awful. Like, I don't know what she was expecting. Thought it was gonna have more of a tutti fruity flavor. It's tinted red, after all. I mean, just, you know, a dumb bitch. Especially because she sniffed it and was like, ooh, this is gross. Why would you think it's gonna taste any better? Anyway, the reason why I'm bringing her up today is twofold. One, I actually tracked down an apology video It didn't take long for her to realize she made a horrible mistake. Also, her family found out. Apparently, when you post yourself sucking on a bloody tampon, word travels fast. The news gets back to the fam. Now, if this was me, I would probably try and say that I was out of my mind on drugs. That's like the only acceptable explanation, right? I just
4: want to be broad and say that I regret the video more than anything. I would take it all back if I could Let me start off by saying Most people like attention and being known But how disgusting is it that I'm known for eating a tampon
0: I don't feel like I need to answer that You know, but it's uh, it's pretty disgusting
4: You guys act like I haven't Realized that by now, but I have And it's pretty awful and Disgusting Getting mixed up with the wrong crowd Was like
0: Did you get mixed up in a gang? Did the Latin kings make you do this? Poor girl.
4: One of the main parts of the situation, I was trying to be someone I
0: wasn't. A tampon sucker. You know, all my friends were doing it. I wanted to fit in. Maybe this was for like some sort of sorority initiation. Is this like a hazing ritual? I'm, I'm trying to give this woman the benefit of the doubt.
4: I'm not here to get famous or gain sympathy or anything. I just want to send out a message. If you're thinking of doing a video or anything along those lines... Don't Like, honestly, I lost so many people. I was kicked out of public school. I was in the hospital.
0: Like, how old is this girl? Should I even be playing this? Like, this is getting weird.
4: I, like, I... Let's
0: assume she was a, at least a senior in high school, like an 18, 19-year-old. She was held back a grade or two.
4: Pretty much was out of it for a long period of time and best yet my family was so disgusted and disappointed with me
0: and i guess there was no nudity in the video so we're okay legally speaking the
4: whole situation and at the time i didn't care because i was so immature and childish and i just needed something
0: to suck on you know babies are immature. That's why they have pacifiers. You should have tried that first before you went right to bloody tampon. That is a bit extreme. To pull out a sound clip I just used. Now you may recall I said the reason why I'm bringing up this tampon sucking lady is uh, for for two reasons. One because of the apology, and two I've got a new tampon sucker here. <laughs> This one actually has some usable audio. What we have here is a man lying down on a mattress covered in plastic. You know you're in for something disgusting when they had the forethought to put down some vinyl. It's going to get wet and wild. So he's lying down, and uh, he's underneath one of those rim chairs. Two ladies are hovering above him, so uh, something's about to go down. Yeah, so this
5: is Robert. Robert, you don't speak because we want to smell your fucking breath. You made so much shit today, you shouldn't be allowed to speak.
0: Apparently, we missed some action before this video got started. Oh, I know you guys are absolutely gutted I don't have the scat portion from this session. Don't worry, I'll try to find it later. The rim chair and plastic wrap are all starting to make a lot more sense here. Because you're like a big shit whore, aren't you?
5: You're like a connoisseur of fucking shit. Wouldn't you be that? Yeah, you would be that, right? That's what you are. You have tasted all types of shit, every state, different breed, uh, time of the month, fuck it, suppositories, diarrhea, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you even chewed peanuts from shit, right? Tell me. My corn kernel's too <laughs>
0: Peanuts, corn, suppository shits. This guy really likes this stuff. Now let's see if he enjoys period blood. I can't imagine why not. Once you've mashed turds between your teeth. Everything else is a cakewalk. Ironically, he does not like the taste of cake. He doesn't have so much of a sweet tooth. This segment is called Get to Know Your Scat Bottom. Honestly, I'm getting a little concerned because, you know, we're three minutes into this video and they're still talking about scat. As a matter of fact, the black dominatrix is even mentioning that the slave is about to enjoy some soul food shits. Colored green poop.
5: Never had any this before. Never had any black girl shit. No black queen. Never soul food. Put some soul food in that motherfucker. The whole mess of fucking green cracker on uh, soul food on cracker. (laughs) Are you a redneck cracker lover? Are you? He gonna get soul food? Open up, fucker. He's gonna get Spanish food (laughs) and Indian food from last night.
0: Oh, oh no. What have I done, freaks?
5: I don't think you deserve a fucking hunky piece of trash. That's a sure, a piece of hunky trash. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to keep reminding you a piece of hunky trash. That's your daddy was a Klans member, wasn't he? Hey the one for you. Reparation. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, things are getting a little racial in here. A lot of accusations are flying, and the poor slave can't even talk. He'll get hit, you know? He can't be like, no, my daddy was not a Klansman. In reality, I actually think the black woman here is um, having some performance anxiety. She can't shit, so she's stalling. Keep
5: those damn hands down. Fucking mm-hmm. crack. Trailer trash. I what you had now you had shit all day, so I'm pretty sure they need tuna casserole. I'm pretty sure you
0: didn't. Okay, so she's mentioning pussy stuff, tuna casserole. I think this is her way of kind of giving up on scat and just squirting out pussy juice or tampons or whatever.
5: Now you had shit all day so I'm pretty sure you need tuna casserole. I'm pretty sure you didn't. But that's a red, definitely a redneck staple. And what is it? Red Kool-Aid, I think? Yeah, that's it. Red Kool-Aid and fucking what? That shit they eat? Anything nasty, anything nasty, disgusting, and process. I'm pretty
0: sure. Is she still denigrating white people?
5: Uh, uh, (gasps) Oh, look. Oh, my God. I have to see. Uh, Look at that. Oh, Look at
0: that. I am seeing blood dripping out. Delicious. Mm
5: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) How good it is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Look like a fucking candy cane now. Look at that! Oh, isn't it delicious? Just that red velvet
0: sweet. He just told you he doesn't like cake. We went over this. Blood is literally like pouring down the sides of his mouth. Oh, let's
4: see I think I have a treat.
0: Now she's pulling out her tampon. Oh, maybe.
5: Oh, he knows what to do with it. Give the to him the string. Give him the string. Give him the string. The string. The string. Get the string. Nice
0: and easy. Nice and easy. Nice Don't no, pull
5: it out and hurt my pussy. Come on. Yeah, he's pulling um, it out. Look at the little honky boy. Stop. I want to
0: see it. I want to see it. You really savor this moment. Thank you, ladies. I
5: can't show the good old oh boys this. Huh? It's Look at you. beautiful. Look at that. Mm, you get some black woman's fucking period blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the boys on the farm be real disappointed in you. See, we're all red on the inside. <laughs> you see?
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Red and brown.
0: <laughs> Ultimately, it's a nice message. This racist is learning it the hard way. But yeah, we're all red on the inside. <laughs>
5: Oh, I'm just loving This is gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh, slowly don't jerk it out. Mm-hmm. Slowly, mm-hmm. slowly. Slowly, slowly, mm-hmm. slowly. I'm right. gonna keep that in his mouth. Well, there oh, it oh, 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 I'll Keep it right there. Keep it there.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Open up. Open. Uh. Keep it open, open, open. Ooh, look at you.
1: Mm-hmm. Chew
5: it. Chew on it. Mm-hmm. Chew it. Now Open up, open. Why? Chew it.
0: Mm-hmm
5: fucking tobacco, us? Sure you fucking all you rednecks
0: do, chew tobacco. The slave moans a bit while he's chewing the tampon, but he doesn't gag, doesn't throw up. I think he likes it. I think we spent enough time on tampon and tampon sucking for one Wednesday. Let's move on now. See if we can redeem this show. I think it's too far gone. Quite frankly, you know, at the top of the program, I did that stupid little silly bit with the uh, poetry show at uh, whatever Hobby Lobby featuring Ben Shapiro and a bunch of other uh, right-wing guys. There's another prominent guy out there, Matt Walsh. You may recognize the name. His big thing, his bugaboo is trans people. He made that movie, What Is a Woman? He's still trying to figure it out. But the thing about Matt is it seems like a lot of things just confuse him. He can't keep up with the times. I understand the trans issue is a little dicey. I still get stuff wrong. Recently, within the last day or two, Wayne Brady, you remember that guy from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And now he hosts Let's Make a Deal. Well, he came out as uh, not just bisexual, but pansexual. I can already tell you Matt Walsh's brain is exploding after reading this new story. I myself just finally figured out what pansexual really was. So bisexual, of course, is like you're attracted to both men and women. That's easy. Who isn't bisexual, right? Pansexual is uh, you saying, all right, look, uh, I'm attracted to both men and women. I also don't care what they were born as. They were born a man and became a woman, a woman become a man, hermaphrodite, intersex, outer sex. If you're a human, there's a possibility I want to stick my dick in you. That's pansexual. (laughs) the name which is a little unusual pansexual is is super easy to understand you can be attracted to any human being in the world there's no qualifiers see simple matt though can't wrap his mind around this
3: pick a side okay pick a team Stop being indecisive. That's what that's what uh, that's what pansexual really is.
0: I thought it was odd that Matt is so angry. Like, who cares what someone else is attracted to? It doesn't affect you in any way, shape or form, even less than the trans issue. Trans issue, I guess you could argue there are women who are going to be using my restroom and seeing my ding dong in the urinals. That makes me feel funny. And, uh, you know, I don't want uh, men dressing up like women, teaching my kids or reading them books or, you know, whatever the argument is. But this is just like who you want to fuck. Aside from made up, it is it's a lack of commitment. Yeah, you definitely don't want someone who's pansexual running a Fortune 500 company. They are not CEO material. You know, those people need to make the hard decisions. They can't be wishy washy. That's what pansexuals are. I don't know. Do I want to eat pussy or suck dick? Oh, you decide for me It's like Lord Douche and I trying to figure out What to eat for lunch What do you want I don't know what do you want I don't know I'll have anything I don't care you decide okay Chinese food I don't want Chinese food Okay how about Mexican well what kind of Mexican Fast food sit down Taco truck I don't care you decide no you decide Like It, just, it goes on and on and on I guess I'm sort of coming around to Matt Walsh's Point of view here <laughs> Aside from made
3: up, it's a lack of commitment. And you know, the thing is, other people, I think, and this will be controversial, but other people have a right to know, okay? Other people have a right to know if they are potential objects of your sexual fantasies.
0: Now we're getting to the heart of the matter here. This is what's getting Matt all freaked out. Now, Matt obviously steers clear from homosexuals. He thinks, uh, oh, my God, I've got this uh, fantastic beard. Gays probably take one look at me and they're like, I just, I just want to blow jet streams of cum right in it. No gay can resist Matt Walsh, right? So Matt Walsh is like, OK, I'm I staying away from the gays. Hate the gays. Don't want anything to do with them. I'm only going to associate with uh, straight men. And what's the best way to determine if a man is straight? If he has a wife, if he's procreated. He's not fire hosing jism into the beard of another man. That sperm is reserved for pussy only to make babies. So that's, who, those are who Matt associates with and are friends with. But now things have gotten more complicated with this whole pansexual thing. You can be married to a woman and still fantasize about guys. Matt Walsh is not safe. And so That's why it's
3: not fair to walk around saying say, oh, I'm attracted to anyone. It's not fair. Anyone
0: at all. It's not fair. It's all about how this makes Matt Walsh feel. Well, facts don't care about your feelings, Matt. The fact of the matter is, I just ate out a bloody tampon stuffed cunt. And now I'm hungry for your boy pussy. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm thinking about riding your ass real hard. Have I given you the heebie jeebies yet? Good. Cause I'm going to pump one out to the thought of butt fucking you. And then I'm taking my kids out for ice cream. Welcome to Obama's America. I don't know. Obama scares these people too, I think. All right, Matt, finish up with your thoughts here.
3: And so that's why it's not fair to walk around and say, I'm attracted to anyone, anyone at all. No one's safe.
4: Safe from
3: what? Now, whenever a group is, if there's like a group of people sitting in a room with Wayne Brady, and so it's a diverse group. You've got like a overweight 65-year-old man. And then you got, you know, a a young woman and whatever. Everyone's sitting around and they're all thinking he could be attracted to any one of us right now.
0: No one is safe from the desires of Wayne Brady. (laughs) Hey, yeah. I wasn't done yet. It could be any of us. (laughs) Dear God, who is Wayne Brady gonna wanna fuck next?
3: It's scary. It's like some kind of Agatha Christie novel in a weird way.
0: I think it's kind of cool because, you know, Wayne Brady hosts that show, Let's Make a Deal. And the whole thing with that game show, if you recall, is a contestant is called up and they get to pick a prize between uh, like three different curtains. You gotta pick curtain one, curtain two, or curtain three. And usually there's like a good prize and a bad prize. But for Wayne Brady, all of the prizes are good, you know? It doesn't matter who's behind that curtain. They're all prizes. What a positive way to look at things, huh? So anyway, that's the news uh, about Wayne Brady. Poor Matt is going through some stuff today. Get better. Feel better, Matt. No one wants to fuck you. You got nothing to worry about. Someone should tell Matt about uh, that U-tard we've been featuring, Tony Chase, the one who uh, his, whose username literally is Tony Chase. I'm not gay. Not now. Not ever. He's got a real bug up his ass about that. He also, of course, thinks the government is rotting out his teeth using satellites. You know, he's crazy. He's a crazy person. Well, we recently found out that he believes he has a vagina. I think that's the same thing as a vagina. He's just an idiot. Well, I tracked down another video. This is from about a month ago where he's discussing his uh, vagina.
2: Anyways, back to the point of me having girlfriends Somebody else say in reference to a girlfriend, they're like, Oh, well, what's it like sleeping with a, a, a she, he hermaphroditus? Or, uh, uh, well, everything's complete. You know that, right? No. Everything's real. Like, my vagina looks like a real vagina. My penis balls look like a real big penis and little balls because I have little balls, you know.
0: Okay, little balls, big penis. How's that pussy of yours, though? Puffy? Naturally. But, uh,.
2: You know, the point of it is my anatomy when I'm skinnier is more feminine looking. Mm. When I have my muscles on, I look more masculine,
0: obviously. A real chameleon. Again, upon hearing this news, Matt Walsh is like in the fetal position. He's crying.
2: And, you know, in reference to female celebrities or female supermodels that that might possibly want to be in uh, some lesbian films with me.
0: (laughs) Oh, is this his angle? He's trying to convince us that he's got female body parts so he can star in quote-unquote lesbian porn. Interesting tactic. It's kind of like Chris Chan. You know, he he couldn't get a girlfriend. No one wanted to fuck him, so he said he was trans. He became a woman, called herself a lesbian, and and tried to get girlfriends that way, which also didn't work. A plus for effort, though, Tony.
2: You know, that's going to be possible. Possibly girls that I'd be dating but then, you know, they might wear fake faces or I might wear makeup and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I'd like
2: to see that. But, you know, things in the history and these men are holding up productions of lesbian films with me and they've damaged my upper lip. I'm not in a relationship with any guy so any man damaging my face or teeth or any female that's working for any of those men They must get prosecuted. The crazy's starting to
0: come out here. I guess I'm starting to see why he puts I'm not gay in his username. It's all a little confusing, right? Male and female body parts. He wants to do lesbian porn. Is like the female side of him attracted to men? Is that what he's saying when he says I'm not gay? He's like, well, I'm part female. So even though I want to have sex with guys, I'm not gay because I've got a a vagina. Those men. They Hmm. must get
2: prosecuted Don't forget what that role protocol means in the media They have to get charged for every time they hit me with a satellite Every time they damage Uh, anything uh, on my face or teeth uh,
0: I hate when he he gets sidetracked like this Stick to your pussy That's what I want to learn about today But
2: anyways, back to the point of uh, girls that have had sex with me uh, Lucky ladies uh, Some girls, you know, I haven't had that many, you know well you'd say sexual relations with Zero is a number, yes. You know, in some ways of I only date females, you know, some Yes, basic point we of get it. So, you know, in reference to uh females, some might would say, Oh, what is it? a girl might want to know what your vagina tastes like or a girl might want to know what's what your penis like. Well, in reference to you know, some girls have collaborated, some girls have talked about it probably, and some girls might have made some Complimentary comments Meaning like something was a compliment In reference to my Genitalia, my penis and balls Or my genetics Or or my vagina You know, so, you know Some girls might want to say something I don't know, but obviously something To get me rescued from this hostage situation because I'm getting abused every oh, single God. day.
0: Okay, we're back to that.
2: These people are hitting me in the face with, with the satellite. satellite transmissions. Okay,
0: we're not going to get anything from Tony. Tony! One, two, three, Tony! He gave us a little. I'll keep you know searching through his videos for more. Alright, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist to the up
1: News! Right now! News!
0: Enjoy distorted view daily become a true And honorable freak today Join the sideshow every week I do Brand new exclusive programs Just for sideshow members you know the Show is called distorted view daily That means I do it every weekday But you'll only get every episode if you sign up for the Sideshow. Typically on Tuesday and Thursday, I do Sideshow exclusive episodes. Uh, This week is no different. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. So it's a great time to sign up. Membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less for a uh, quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Remember, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can even sign up right in those apps. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. Just another way to throw a few bucks my way, help out the program. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. I'm sure we have a patron calling in today. One or two, right? We'll see in a few minutes, but right now, let's get into the news. First story I have for you. We've got some CPAP news coming out of Florida. That CPAP machine was retrofitted to cook meth, or the CPAP machine was used as a weapon in a brawl. Those are the only two possibilities when you got a Florida news story. Oh, by the way, yes, the story comes from Florida. Say it with me. I forgot the most important part. Florida, our most fucked up state. Now, longtime listeners of the show will remember my CPAP drama from a year or two ago. I'm going to be 100% honest with you because I do not lie to you on this podcast. Unless, of course, it's something I don't want you to know. Otherwise, I'm very honest. Uh, so I got that CPAP machine. I actually got two CPAP machines. Remember, I got the weird Chinese one because there were, there were all these supply chain issues back during the pandemic. And so the FDA did some sort of like emergency approval of unlicensed CPAP machines. I didn't like that one. So I got... Uh, and uh, I can't remember the name of it now because I don't use it. That's the big ending to my CPAP update. I stopped using it because I was having trouble sleeping with it, which defeats the purpose of the CPAP machine. And I know a lot of people say you're supposed to just keep using it, power through, get through three or four weeks of it. You'll eventually be able to sleep uh, wearing the mask. I couldn't do it. I toy with the idea of giving it another shot, but right now, I'm fine. Lord Douche hasn't noticed that I stopped breathing in my sleep or anything. I sleep on my side. Eventually, you know, I will try it again, but right now, I just I enjoy not having fucking shit on my face when I sleep. I even changed the, uh, the mask. Tried a different type of one of those. That didn't work. All that time and money down the drain. I'll try it again eventually. All right, so uh, what do we have here? We've got a Florida man, a CPAP machine... Sounds like a recipe for comedy. A Florida man who already has sleep challenges was battered early on August 1st, my birthday, by his ex-wife, who ripped the CPAP machine off of his face while he was sleeping. Now, I get that's a dick move, ripping someone's CPAP mask off, but it it shouldn't hurt him. The, The mask is held on by Velcro straps. If he was injured, I'm sorry, he's a pussy. This is why he's the ex-husband. According to cops, they say the victim was left bloody after the 3.45 a.m. incident. I think she actually beat him with the machine, clocked him right in the head, and gave him a concussion. Investigators say Jennifer Colandria, 42, and the victim lived together. Talk about a recipe for disaster. Living with your ex-wife? Only a matter of time before someone ended up with a bloody face. They live together in St. Petersburg. Uh, It's owned by the 42-year-old man. Just kick the bitch out. Calandria and her ex-spouse divorced back in 2009. Yeah, it's time for her to move on. Why is she still there? According to the man, he was asleep in his bed early Monday, CPAP in place, you know, breathing for him, when Colandria came into the room and ripped the breathing device off of his face, leaving him with a bloody cut on his lower lip. Colandria then began arguing with him. Using mild air pressure, the CPAP machine helps users uh, breathe. It, you know, it clears the airway while they sleep. Colandria was arrested for domestic battery. Well, what she, what was the argument about? It's the most important part of the news story. Colandria was arrested for domestic battery, a misdemeanor, and booked into the county jail. A judge has ordered Colandria to have no contact with her former husband, so she's gonna have to move kind of hard to live in the same house as the person you who has a restraining order against you or a no contact order. While an arrest affidavit does not indicate why Cole Andrea was living with her ex, the residential arrangement appears recent. Last year, the victim was, oh, maybe they're trying to get back together, work things out. I don't see it lasting, especially after the CPAP attack. Last year, the victim was arrested following a domestic confrontation with a different woman whom he had, had uh, been in a relationship with for 12 years. That domestic battery case was dropped by prosecutors. So they both seem like lovely people. I looked at the actual arrest affidavit, and uh, again, it doesn't uh, state why they were arguing. The only interesting piece of information was, um, it was marked, no, there is no indication of mental health issues at play here. I would have guessed Yes. Somewhere there's some mental health issues. There was indication of alcohol influence, though. Surprise, surprise. That's what's happening in Florida. Second story we have for you today. Well, turn your attention to the album artwork. No, that's not a white man in whiteface. That would be a little strange. I'm like, what? What statement are you trying to make? Do you hate your own race? Are you trying to mock your own race? Have you just been huffing paint? Like, what's going on here, dude? Well, in a story out of Texas, yeah, we're going to Texas. (laughs) Florida man meet Texas man, a Texas man who turned literally white with rage by way of spray paint was arrested for all of his trouble over this past weekend. According to police, according to law and crime, David Winston, 35, stands accused of one count of felony criminal mischief. Mark Herman of the Harris County Police included several photographs of the bizarre encounters aftermath on Facebook. I grabbed one of those. Deputies arrived at an area near a lengthy strip mall in Spring, Texas, a high-population census-designated place that is part of the sprawling Houston metropolitan area. The police were responding to a road rage call. Quote, upon deputies arriving, the complainant reported that while traveling northbound in the 24,000 block of uh, Coy Kendall Road, a driver in front of them was distracted with his phone and failed to maintain a single lane. While stopped at a red light, the distracted driver failed to progress when the light turned green. Oh, that's super annoying. I'm noticing that more and more people just do not go when the light turns green because they're staring at their fucking dumb phone. The other thing that people are doing now is at stoplights, they they uh, they'll stop like seven car lengths behind the car in front of them. Huge, huge gaps. And the reason is, again, they're they're looking at their phones. And my theory is in the past, they've they've become so absent minded. They kind of let up on the gas and they smashed into the car in front of them. So now they leave themselves like, you know, a five car gap. Oh, it's infuriating. While stopped at the red light, the distracted driver failed to progress when the light turned green. The complainant responded by sounding his horn. Well that pissed off the driver in front of him. In response to being honked at, the vehicle in front began to throw objects at the vehicle that had honked, all while both vehicles were in motion. Both drivers appeared to have been driving small SUVs. How cute. Maybe they were crossovers. Maybe they were Kia Seltos's like me. So when they both stopped again, an altercation ensued. I think that's when the spray cans made an appearance. Dave Winston allegedly used a can of spray paint on the honking person to paint their face, to paint the vehicle, and to break their back window. At some point, the person who was spray painted also did some spray painting of his own. He covered Winston's face in white. Apparently, he grabbed the spray, spray paint bottle from him and sp- sp- sprayed his face. By the time law enforcement got to the scene, the two men's faces were both covered in white spray paint. Oh, it says here it's unclear whether the can of white spray paint used on Winston by the other man was at some point wrestled from the defendant or if the victim had their own can of paint. Oh, I doubt that. What are the odds both men had uh, cans of white spray paint in their car? Same color and everything? Winston was identified as the culpable of the two and detained. Quote, Dave Winston was arrested and booked into the Harris County Jail, charged with felony uh, criminal mischief. His bond was set at $1,500 out of the 179th District Court. Felony criminal mischief can be punished by up to several years in prison, depending on the severity of the damage done. Winston, though, is no longer in jail, according to the Harris County Sheriff's Office records. Final story we have for you today. Trans stuff is in the news constantly. It is quite the hot topic in the media. Well, here's a trans story that's uh, the opposite of that. Cold. Very cold. Frigid. A transgender woman has gone to court, alleging that her ex-boyfriend stole her surgically removed genitals and is demanding that he return them. What a keepsake, right? The case is currently unfolding in Pontiac, Michigan, situated in the northwest corner of the Detroit metropolitan area. Brianna Kingsley, 40, submitted a claim in court on Thursday, alleging that her ex, 37-year-old William Oh, boy. Oh, no. There's W's and J's and C's and H's and W's. Ah! Wachowski? Let's go with Wachowski. William Wachowski. He's keeping her testicles, previously removed as part of a gender transition. I didn't know you were allowed to keep those things. They were removed as part of a gender transition surgery. And now they're in a jar in his fridge, and he refuses to return them to her. To be fair, they are hers they belonged to her at one point, although maybe she gifted them to him. We don't know the whole story, right? Well, let's keep reading on. The ex-boyfriend claimed to have been unaware of the filing until he was reached for comment by a newspaper. In a handoff affidavit, Kingsley demanded the return of her human remains and $6,500 in damages. That's going to be hard to prove. You didn't even want the testicles to begin with. That's why you're keeping them in a jar. Now, all of a sudden, they're worth $6,500. What did you need them for? Were you going to make, like, uh, testicle air fresheners that you could hang from the rear (laughs) rear view mirror of your car? That'd be kind of cool. At least you could get some use out of them. I don't know. All right. So, yeah, she says that it's, you know, $6,500 in damages. It's the maximum allowed in Pontiac's 50th District Court. Uh, Small claims. Uh, Defendant retains possession of my surgically extracted testicles preserved in a mason jar. Kept in the fridge next to the eggs, the affidavit reads. uh, Demand immediate return of my human remains specimen and damages of $6,500. Wachowski, meanwhile, has countered claiming that Kingsley took everything she wanted from his apartment eight months ago. She left the balls there. You know, I watch a lot of people's court. May that show rest in peace. And there is a thing where, like, you know, when you move out... The person who uh, now lives there or remains there, they they don't have any obligation to keep your stuff after a reasonable amount of time. 30 days, 60 days. This was eight months. I don't know. I think it's his at this point. He said, quote, uh, she picked up all her possessions when we broke up. She took everything she wanted back then. He also alleged that she's been harassing him since the breakup, threatening to hurt him and showing up at his workplace. Let's hope he has voicemails or text mails. That would help his case. Moving forward, he plans to submit Kingsley's affidavit as further evidence of her alleged behavior. Quote, she's been harassing me ever since we broke up. I had to take out a PPO, you know, a personal protection order against her. Speaking further, he said that he has no plans to turn over the jar to Kingsley, despite the legal action she's taking. And he said, I don't owe her anything, especially testicles. Prior court records show that Kingsley pleaded guilty to misdemeanor assault back in 2020 after an incident in which she attacked a roommate, also a transgender woman. You would do that to your own sister? Yeah, she she doesn't seem like a good person, right? Uh, She attacked her with a knife on Christmas Day in 2019. Way to celebrate the birth of our lord, Tranny Knife Attack. Not cool, Brianna. Not cool. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks And there are many ways to contact the show Show at distortedview.com I'm all over social media At distortedview on Twitter and Instagram Facebook.com slash show. Remember if you pledge at least $5 You get access to a special voicemail line Where I will play your calls first And yes, we've got some patrons checking in today Speak loudly, speak clearly And don't
6: be a dumbass Greetings, Tim. Greetings, freaks. Uh I'm just uh, taking a shit. That last point's going to be a problem for this caller. Greetings, Tim. Greetings, freaks. I'm just uh, taking a shit, and I'm hoping when I wipe, it's a one-wipe shitter. But I haven't had those in a while. Yeah. I want to call him. Those are far and few between. uh, Or um, few and far between. Monday show. Uh, you were talking about the soda and, you know, your favorite sodas and stuff like that and the old, you know, slogans and during the soda wars. Now, I just, I, this is a weird thing with me. Like, uh, I live in uh, Florida of Massachusetts. I grew up there, moved away for a few years, but came back and still here. But, uh... Where uh, on our little local little field where the, you know, pig Bay softball is played, there's still that old slogan that Pepsi used. I don't know if it was a flop or, and it said, gotta have it, Pepsi, gotta have it. Mm. I think it was like 89, but nobody fucking seems to remember that shit. And I figured, do you remember the gotta have it? Slogan from Pepsi. I do. Also,
0: actually, when I was going through slogans and jingles for the Monday show, I ran across a uh, Pepsi "Gotta Have It" commercial. If all these people gotta have it,
5: why don't they just say Pepsi "Gotta Have It"? There it is.
3: Gotta
5: have it.
3: I got two words for you.
0: Yeah, the big thing with, with the with the gotta have it promotion was it was just like a bunch of celebrities talking about how they gotta have Pepsi. It wanted.
3: Pepsi is to our society what water was to early civilization. Everybody's gotta have it, not just celebrities. I,
0: I don't think it was a very particularly successful ad campaign. It was uh, early 90s, 90 to 92, I
6: think, maybe. All right, is that all you have for me, Unicorn? You know, I know you love the soda, but... Um... How old were you when you first looked at porn, and did you think, hey, one day I'm going to make a career out of this? Okay, I didn't
0: make a career out of porn. Did you think that? I made a career out of reacting
6: to porn. (laughs) Where was it more about, you know, computer tech? And if you could go back to yourself, to 2002 when you were young and finding yourself in the world, what advice would you give yourself, you oh. know, from 2023 Tim Henson going back to 2002 Tim Henson? I know those were rough years. Uh, we were all much broker. I wasn't as broker, but I was struggling in finding my purpose. And yeah. I'm just curious. Well, you know, we were all young.
0: My, I think my advice... my. The advi- I, I don't want to get too serious here, but my my advice, I think, for young Tim, like 1998 to 2003 or 2004, Tim, would be don't focus so much on trying to get hired by someone or someone discovering you. Just, just do it yourself. I didn't think Distorted View would be successful unless I paired with a media company. There was this company called Pseudo uh, in the early days of the Internet that was doing streaming. Almost had a deal with them to do Distorted View Daily. And then I, you know, I did this thing with the, the Real Talk Network, which was like an internet startup. I thought the, you know, that was the, the fastest, easiest way. Like, oh, get hired by a company, they'll pay you to do the show. Even afterwards, right before I did the podcast, I was uh, doing stuff for Sirius XM, at the time, Just Serious. And ultimately, Thanks to you know finding an audience, I was able to uh, do it all myself. I don't, I don't need anyone. Don't need any other company foot in the bill. I like it way better this way. I think I, you know I don't have to answer to anyone aside from you guys because you are the ones that pay me to do this. You know, Timmy Boo, uh, sweet
3: toilet. Uh, three things. One, I want to get in on that uh, Mead's dad death
0: pool. Oh, yeah. I got to talk about that here on the uh, the free side. It was kind of a dark episode of DV yesterday on the Sideshow exclusive feed. I was playing clips of Mead from his most recent live stream, and, you know, his dad does not seem to be doing well. You know, he's like a gazillion years old. Mead had to clean up his dad's vomit yesterday because <laughs> he was, like, puking all over the place which is not great for, you know, a near dead to to be puking and, you know, getting all dehydrated. So as awful as this sounds, I thought it might be fun to do a Mead's dad death pool where we all kind of guess when Mead's dad is going to die. And the person who uh, gets closest will win a fabulous prize from your friends here at Distorted View Daily. Now, the one thing I did say was I only want to take death pool uh, answers on the voicemail line. You have to call in. Because there's so many other ways to contact me. And I don't want to be tracking down responses on Facebook Messenger and Twitter and email. I want to start, you know, I'm I'm going to do like an Excel spreadsheet here with users or listeners who call in and give me their date. And then, you know, when Mead's dad does eventually die, we'll see who gets the closest. By the way, I said that on the show immediately. The very first thing that happened was someone messaged me on Facebook Messenger. Yeah, I think Mead's dad is going to die Who no, was no, no. it, Matt? Yeah, Matt Look, I'm calling my birthday uh, He wants his birthday for Mead's dad's death September 9th Well, Matt, call into the fucking voicemail line You're, you're, It's you're, you're, not going to count right now Because you're not listening to my Very clear instructions Now that everyone is up to speed And I've yelled at some of my listeners For not listening to me uh, what What day do you think
6: this the twink, booth, toilet? Uh, twink Toilet. Oh, twink
0: twink. Uh, three things. One, I'm... Let me whip out my Excel spreadsheet here. I want to get in on that
3: uh, me dad death pool. I'm going to say that old geezer is going to kick the bucket by December 10th. I'm leaning, leaning December 10th. It's close to... No, December 15th. Ooh. I'm going to get right in the middle of December.
0: All right. December
3: 15th. COVID is going to take him out. Trust me. Um, uh, second, uh, when you're talking about who gave you the bidet and they said uh, LBS and you were like who the fuck is that? It's Little Baby
0: Faggot. Oh, Little Baby Tim, faggot. I've been listening to your show for only like a couple of years and I know it was Little Baby Faggot. I'm sorry. God damn it. I've got a lot of listeners to keep track of here.
6: Hey Tim, Critical Madness here. What do you want? Uh, I was just listening to the I guess it's Monday show with uh, Mitch McConnell getting shouted
0: down and you said you didn't know what was going on. Um, yeah, you ask him, I'm confused. Republicans
6: hate him as bad as Democrats do, and the answer is we hate him worse.
4: Oh. Because
6: Mitch McConnell claims to be a Republican and then always gives in to the Democrats.
4: Oh. So he's
0: worse than a Democrat. At least we know what to expect from the Democrats, right? Um, You know, you generally are supposed to advocate for your fucking party, and douchebag doesn't do it. So that's why he was getting shouted down is because... No one gives a fuck about what he has to say. Okay, I wasn't sure if he was getting shouted down by like Democrats or Republicans, uh, maybe both. You actually said that. You yeah. a nail on the head. Yep. Nobody cares what he has to say because we don't it doesn't matter. He'll he'll turn around and do what we don't want him to do regardless. So Or he won't do anything. He'll just freeze. Stroke out for a minute and a half or something. A shell shock turtle. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you very much for the information. Thank you to everyone calling into the voicemail line. Keep those calls coming. That's all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why not you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God.
2: My penis balls look like a real big penis and little balls because i have little balls
0: the distortion as td tell all your friends about the show don't forget to give us a five-star rating a thumbs up or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts and i will see you back tomorrow for the tuesday program if and only if you're sideshow members again that would be a great time to sign up so you don't miss a thing otherwise i'll see you back on friday until then have a great day bye everybody
1: Milk my prostate with those thick calloused fingers. Strong guys, manly men make my sexual desires linger. Fist fuck my hole daddy. Make my filthy thoughts real rather than conceptual. This is why I want a man who is pansexual.
3: This has been another excellent podcast
6: from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at Scrob.net.